When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's Mole Patrol. It's the conversation all about season two of The Mole here on Reality TV Rehap Ups. I'm Josh Wiggler, and I'm just hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my two friends, my colleagues here on the hunt to find The Mole, Jessica Lease, Brooklyn Zed. Jess, how's it going? I'm um, I'm great, Josh. Uh, you know, we voted you the most trustworthy person, so we're going to do the hanging is that, out. Is that and- true? Did you really? Yeah, yeah you're going to have to walk face down and uh, it's going to look really scary. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Can I not <laughs> have that role? Too late. We voted. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, I don't like compliment. that. Yeah, for nothing, too, by the way. Uh, uh-huh. For literally nothing. Walking down for absolutely no reason. Uh, Anderson Cooper, so clever. Just need four people who just want to hang out today. Ugh. Got him. Got him, Andy Coops. Classic prank. No opulence for them. No, no. <laughs> Classic prank from Andy Coops as we are talking season two, episode four of The Mole, streaming on Netflix. We are back after a one week. Yadis, uh, we appreciate your patience. Again, this is uh, better than it was in the in the live weekly, Jess, back in the day. Uh, one week isn't so bad. Yeah, not so bad. Uh, uh, it's better than six months. Um, it won't be six months again. We're back on our weekly nonsense. We've got the plan. We're going to do the patrol, Zed. It's happening. Uh, we're not going to cause anybody to have to like rip any pages out of any books. Probably. I mean, I as mean, far as we know. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't read your notes. I don't know. Uh, would you like to? Yeah, I just, I might, I, yeah. You just want to borrow them real quick? Look, <laughs> if I just borrow it real quick. Listen, uh, all is fair in uh, the, the rules of engagement. Uh, you, here on this podcast, Zed and Jess are permitted to lie, use guile and deceit wherever they can. Uh, um, Josh, point of yes. clarification. If I don't want to use guile, 
Can I use Blanca? You could use Blanca. I'm, you know, like the thing is, is like I would love to use Guile because famously Guile's theme goes with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you knew that that Guile's theme. Zed, do you know Guile's theme? This is Street Fighter. Yeah, Guile from no. Street Fighter. Because Patrick says I will use Guile in his pursuit to uh, to to find the mole. Uh, and Guile, of course, is the the flat topped American hero from Street Fighter who goes Sonic Boom uh, or Sonic Backbreaker, and was played by Jean Claude Van Damme in Street Fighter the movie. Mm-hmm. Ralph Julia's final film. That is, yeah. All American uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Patrick says when they're like calling him out, like, what are you doing, man? You can't just rip out the page. He says, I will use Guile to win this game. Uh, and so Guile's theme song. A different fighter. Yeah. Guile's theme song famously goes with everything. I love that you, you have this queued up. Can you hear this? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Boy, that's a uh, tattoo is a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Goes with everything. Or is it so. is it like is it like face paint? Is it like drawn on? He draws it on fresh every morning. Yeah. I think that might be right. I think he might do that. Uh I would uh probably use E Honda to win the mole. Is that uh the new electric car? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He has the thousand hand slap. It's really, really good. Very cheap, cheap move, but uh what can I say? Uh, cheap player don't hate the I don't know anyway we don't have to talk about Street Fighter this whole time but I certainly could Jess you could could go there Uh, Jess was telling us before we came on here that uh, you have introduced your son to uh, Ryu's uh, special powers yep and we were pretending to throw Hadoukens at each other it's incredible in our apartment and it was was wonderful best parent of all time Jessica Lee's everybody. <laughs> Crushing it. Mother of the year here. You really are doing the Lord's work here. All right. We're talking <laughs> episode four. We put this off long enough. Of course, you can always get in feedback. Mole Patrol at robhaswebsite.com. Send it in. You can also tweet at us at Haymaker Hattie. That's Jess at Hard Rock Hope. That's Zed. I'm at Ron Howard. But don't at me about the mole. You can talk to me about anything else. But I don't know what's going on. No spoilers. Don't tell me anything. Uh, I'm not going to be thrilled if you do that. Everyone's been cool. Let's keep being cool. And let's talk about episode four it's been long enough i i really enjoyed this one maybe maybe zed because it had been i'd I'd really missed the mole we took the week off and then coming back it was like a a warm hug i needed this i needed (laughs) to get back to this yeah (laughs) to get back to the dunking on patrick that is most of this episode (laughs) the dunking on patrick but also like uh bill uh putting a butt dent into a car (laughs) (laughs) funny you know, like I think not enough attention is paid to that moment, to be perfectly honest. Uh it was spectacular. He butt dunt he butt dents a car. Uh yeah. But then like a psycho. Yeah, but then like a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's just a, a, a Venetian adventure here this week on the mall. So let's let's not deprive anybody any further. Let's hop into it. Zed, you've got the wheel on the recap. Kick us off uh, to day 10 in San Moritz. Day 10 in San Moritz. But first, the previously on the mole gives it really short shrift to uh, Al's moment, his big moment from the previous episode, because they frankenbited into, I put a lot of thought into this 
exemption to Katie. Like they cut, <laughs> you know, they took 20 minutes of the episode and made it one sentence. Uh, and I just felt like that, you know, was not an accurate depiction of what happened previously on the Right. Board. Yeah. Uh, um, but we are going to come to find that Al is the trusted player. After uh, Dorothy is sad that her coalition partner, Lisa, has been voted out. Um, Ron- she doesn't seem like, terribly sad about it. She seems more like punch drunk about it, Jess. I think because like, probably she was as surprised as any of us that it was Lisa. Yeah, well, it's hard for me to tell because I watched this I watched this last week when I had time and then I watched it again before we came on except I watched it at 1.5 speed. Yeah. So everybody looked punch drunk so I can't yeah. really tell exactly how how gobsmacked she was and how much of it was just me watching them talk very fast. Yeah. Dorothy is not a super emotional player. Right. Um, and I think that's something that makes people suspicious of her mm-hmm. is that she seems calculating. Also um, that she just randomly produced the number 90. <laughs> yeah. I think the answer of all the numbers in the universe is 90 could be just ta- just try it. Uh, is the answer 90? Yeah, actually it is. Pick a number between 9 and 1 billion. Yeah. Okay, mole. <laughs> like, okay, Dorothy, you are absolutely the mole. Like, all right, sweet. Way to go. Now we just have to like sweat through the next several episodes pretending you're not the mole. Great. <laughs> Fun. Certainly a lot of people think that at this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, Rob hates that the mole is going to lie to his face, which is sort of the premise of the game that you signed up for, my friend. Yes, I tip, I try not to say this word too often on a podcast. I, you know I like to try and keep it like PG-13 at the, at the most risque, whenever possible. But I have to use this word when it comes to Rob saying that he hates that the mole plays dirty. Bruh. i mean come on bro like this is the mole he to be fair this guy frequently gets called bro like he's that kind of dude yeah he's got the blink 182 hair and whatnot (laughs) not for nothing zed uh you mix these words around on rob and it's you get bro Mm, true you don't get bro no no different things well depending on how you pronounce if you bro like you know you can kind of. But it's a different vibe. It is a different vibe. Different it people. Is different, it is a different bro vibe. or bro. Yeah. 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 Is this the appropriate time to talk about the fly? Yeah, of course. The movie with Jeff Goldblum. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, because you know. in that case, it's probably not. But like, also, I could be convinced to go down uh, a fly tangent with you right now. Yeah, well, you know what happens when we start talking about Jeff Goldblum. We get a little bit too uncomfortable about my 13-year-old self and things Uh that I've discovered about myself watching things like The Fly. So let's put a pin in that. We can come back to it at some other point if we have time in the podcast. But let's talk about Rob killing them. Because this was, it it was, I, I couldn't understand, like, why he was talking in all these different directions like do you not know where the camera is is it really that dark in there and then all of a sudden he's like bam got it Hmm. and it was very strange i think i missed that he killed a fly oh you just thought he was like that yeah kind of he's just like you know enthusiastically you know doing confessional stuff no he was like in and out and he's like bobbing and weaving if they've got a boom mic on him they're not getting good sound Hmm. They don't have time to reshoot these confessionals. They got to take what they can get. Keep moving. 
Well, they shoot them all in a utility closet. Yeah. They only get the utility closet for so long every episode. Right. They rented it out. It's expensive. They spent yeah. all their budget on their, their luscious meals that they eat every day. Luscious yeah. meals and pretending to burn everybody's stuff <laughs> in episode one. One elaborate stunt at the beginning of the season. They, really, they, they may not have burned the bags, Zed, but they, but they did the burn their whole budget <laughs> yeah. on, on that prank. And like they gotta be like thanking their lucky stars every time uh, the, the contestants get a, a task wrong because they're like, sweet. We've got $30,000 to play with. We need that. It's back to the crane budget. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can we get the crane again? Why do we keep running? <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Rob's not happy. And it's like, come on, man. This is the show. Yeah. He's like, I don't like the premise of this television program I signed up to be on. Um, so disrespectful. I yeah. wanted to be on one of those shows where they call them alliances instead yeah. of coalitions. I thought that this was actually uh, Mole Island. Uh, it's like, <laughs> no, you're on the wrong show. That's not what we were um, doing. Katie says she lied to Patrick and told him she wasn't going to read his journal, but she read his journal. Oh, um, man. And Patrick is still here, and that's what counts at yeah. the end of the day. Bottom line, I'm still here. Yeah, well, let's uh for now. Let's see about that. We'll Katie about should get that. some extra points for reading the whole thing. Because that she was... had a lot of reading to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh those accelerated reader quizzes that you could take when I was about the time that this show came out when I was in elementary or middle school uh and you got points for reading books and like longer books you got more points yeah and you got to take the quizzes um yeah so katie should be getting more points than everybody else we got pizzas for reading books but it was all in the honor system i would be (laughs) such a good reader at this point if that had been our system if the reward was pizza they were tiny pizzas they were That's personal fine. pan pizzas, but you got yeah, one. Yeah, we got those too. Why are we talking about this as if this is like uh, like a disqualifying of the pizza reward? Like this sounds great. I love a personal it. pizza. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was great. Um yeah. they, except they made a rule um that you could only max you had you could max out at five pizzas per month. Um and they had to put that rule in place because of me. Mm. <laughs> You've always been a change maker, Jess. It's true. From the I, start. I feel like your life goal should be that people had to make a rule because of something you did. Yeah, change pizza policy <laughs> should be on your bucket list, everyone. Uh, this is good. <laughs> pizza yeah. policy. Yeah. Yeah. Be the change in the pizza policy. Yeah, the really <laughs> important things that need to get fixed in this society. Yeah. Let's change pizza policy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. I think that's good. Uh, <laughs> man, I love that. Uh, yeah, everyone's got a lot to say. And Patrick, of course, gets the final word there. And it's like, okay, well, uh, the editors have a cruel sense of irony on this episode, for sure. They do. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not subtle, and it's very funny. Yeah, I love that. Um, so we're going to go to our first game of the episode, uh, where we have to choose five players, one who is trusted, and four people who just want to hang out. These polar opposite things of being yeah. trusted or lazy? Question mark. I don't trust the people I hang out with. Yeah. Oh, as a rule. I, me neither. Not at all. I don't trust anybody. No. Not not you guys. Certainly. No way. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, this was this was so misleading. So misleading. Uh, I, I, or maybe I'm I am just on the dumb team because I would just 
I, I like Anderson's really selling this. I just get to like kind of like chill. Yeah, I'd like to be part of that part of that group. This is a thing that we've talked about a lot where you should just like listen to what Anderson is telling you and assume that you are doing the exact opposite of whatever he says. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I think he said this on an episode in this season already by now. He's like, don't you know by now on the mole that if I say it's one thing, it's going to be the opposite thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're hanging. He's not he's not he's not wrong. Like it is like, you know, like literally if you want to just be hanging out like that is literally what you're going to be doing here Uh, and also trying to run on the wall, flinging yourself around (laughs) (laughs) on the side of a dam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So they all have to do what they have to like. There's four questions Mm -hmm. like to this combination. Yeah, one of the questions chest. is um what makes this challenge different from all other challenges? <laughs> yes. Uh the four Which questions. The youngest right. player yeah. has to mm-hmm. ask. Yeah. 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 Um, I think the youngest challenge. player was Bob. And <laughs> yeah. 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 Who's the cu- the curious one? Yeah. Who's uh, the wise loved, one and the wicked and <sighs> loved the four <laughs> questions. Anyway. <laughs> We could really go in there if we wanted let's, to. Let's really. go on this tangent now. Yeah, no, that's good. We're fine. We're fine. We'll do that at another time. We'll come back to it someday. I'm sure we will. We'll uh, definitely will. Yeah. I'm not going to start singing, but it's on the tip of my tongue, and I'm really just holding back right now. Ma- no, I won't do it. So they're at this dam, and I think they're still in Switzerland, so maybe it's pronounced Maloja. I'm guessing you pronounce the J in Swedish. Yeah. yeah. Um, Swedish? Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. speak Swedish in Switzerland? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Dutch. Uh, no. I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce this. It's uh, French or German. Yeah. Oh, is it? I yeah, but know. I think in either case, you'd pronounce the J. Yeah. 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 Well, you're not just going to pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, you would if you were speaking Spanish. Well, yeah, no, you would just pretend Italy, it was something. It sounds later. different, mm-hmm. but it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. In the languages that I speak, I would pronounce it Maloha, but I yeah, think that's right. Yeah, yeah, and in languages we speak, we won't ever pretend that letters don't exist. Yeah, and it, in the not. languages that I speak, I would pronounce it the Maloha. Damn, ah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad that you're. I'm glad you're Beginning going in people for the correct want, It's right there. Yeah. You know, it's uh-huh, been a minute uh-huh. since I've done it. Damn, there wasn't even any chicken involved. We just did it. Um, so this is for $35,000. Yes. Which is locked in a chest with a padlock on it. Yeah. And, the, and the answer to unlocking the padlock is doing four math questions that are just casually, you know, sticky tacked to the side of this dam uh, with flags indicating where they're located. And the yes. four players who are going to try and answer these questions are Ribs, Heather. Ribs. Yep. Alavia and Darwin. Yeah. Uh, while I was on vacation, I ate ribs. Uh, very Did good. you know? Very tasty. Very, very good. Uh, yeah, so they have to go, you have to like go down the side of the dam. You can only look at one thing. There are all these like, they're, they're uh, very simple math equations meet trivia. Uh, yes. So like, Bribs that Bribs has to do. What is the number of players knocked into the water by Little Jane minus the number of players knocked into the water by Little John? I feel like this is designed for failure. This this whole challenge. It's complicated. Like it, 
there's easily a chance of getting these questions wrong if you're just reading them off a piece of paper and answering them, as indicated by the fact that Al has the opportunity to answer all four questions and still does not get the right answer. Then there's the repelling factor, which is a whole other clearly difficult (laughs) aspect that gets added in for the sake of television. There are challenges that I feel like they want them to get the money. And then there are challenges I feel like they want to get good television. Yes. And this is one of those ones where it's always fun on shows like this to put people in a harness and throw them off of something. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here for. We don't really care about the questions. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I also just this is so Al is the trusted one. Uh, a lot of faith being put into Al. Uh, Al has a hat that says congratulations on it. I noticed this this week. I did not notice. I that. thought it said conquistadores. Does it say that? I thought it said congratulations on it. I think Either- congratulations is better. Yeah, I thought it said congratulations. Let me see if I can't get to it quick. Uh, yeah, she's wearing a Mets hat. That's surprising. This was definitely not a Mets hat unless it was a Mets hat that said congratulations yeah. on it. Yeah, no. there's no Mets hat that says congratulations. <laughs> it's very old, at least. Yeah, if it, uh, if it exists, it's hat from the is from 1980s. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Can I find the hat? Uh, we're getting close. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you're right. It says conquistadores, but I like my version better. I like it says your version congratulations. <laughs> I want a hat that says congratulations. I'm manifesting okay. this. I'm putting this okay. out into the universe. Somebody out there. Do we, need to, we need to come up with some new patron gifts for Pusher Recaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one just be a hat on your one year anniversary. Yeah, I mean, the one-year anniversary of coming the Post Rehab's Patreon program is coming up soon. We could get congratulations hats mm-hmm. uh, for the for the $15 I mean, I'm sure you could find party hats that say congratulations <laughs> on you, Oh, wow, that's actually a great idea. Uh, party <laughs> hats for the one-year anniversary? I love that. 
I think that's fun. It feels right. very on brand for potion yeah. cats. Yeah. But uh, because it all are you saying because it like moonlights as a dunce cap is kind of what you're saying? No, <laughs> clown hat. <laughs> um, but here on uh, reality TV wrap ups, um, we're talking about. We're these, not on that note. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment, we're all family. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and next in the family, Heather is going to rappel down, and she is going to get the question: What is the day of the month Al was born minus the day of the month Bribs was born? <laughs> Yeah, uh, man, it's like this uh, challenge was designed for Bribs and Al uh, <laughs> to to do this one. Can you imagine if either of them had gone to that one and then they got it wrong? Very fishy and awkward. Uh, uh, well, and I think they do get it wrong. They do. Because I think Al changes the number and then that's incorrect. Yes, uh, he changes. So he changes. He's going to end up changing Ribs's number. He's going to change, I believe, Heather and Darwin's numbers too. Yeah. Um, I think Olavia, who just guesses, she just guesses two because she's initially trying to go for green. Like the yellow uh, one ends up being like the really like hard to reach clue for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like the people who like strive for yellow, like have to like Heather tries to go yellow. Uh, it doesn't work out, and then Olavi like really has to like reach to get to yellow. But first, she's trying to go to green, um, and she just guesses two. The question is: number of players who swung from the bridge in the first challenge minus number of players who hit the bullseye, and she just guesses two, and I think she's got it. Um, this is the week for doing that. Yeah, I'm just gonna guess blindly and get the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of molish behavior. Is that the twist this season, Zed? Are there multiple moles? Multiple moles? Multiple. Yeah. <laughs> you figured it out. You cracked the code. Got him. Uh, the next betrayal is yep. uh, is moles. Yes. Yes. Um, so Darwin's going to go last, and he is allowed to check all the answers. He can go to all if he wants to, and is capable of doing so within his ten minute time limit. He can go to as many flags as he wants to go to, uh, and check the questions and answers because the players are not allowed to communicate once they get down. They have to like stay off in their little corner until they radio their answer back up to Al, and then they can go talk with the people that have already come down. Yeah. Um, and the question that Darwin gets to that no one has seen yet is uh, what is the age of the second player executed, which was Allie, minus the age of the first player executed, which was Bob? I needed a, I needed the refresher. I was like, who was that again? But he's so forgettable. Like, I forget him all the time, and yeah. I've watched this season. How also, how was yeah. that guy 25? He looked like he was 48. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> It's a thing, right? We're like, uh, like things in the past. A twenty-five-year-old mm-hmm. looks a hundred. You know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it couldn't be me. You know. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. So Al doubts Bribs's answer for blue. He thinks Bribs said four. Al thinks it's zero. Yeah. Uh, he goes with Darwin's answers for green and yellow. Um, Darwin and Alavia had given different answers for the hey, yellow Goops question. Really- Pushes him on this too, right? Who do you, yeah. do you trust, Darwin? You trust Lavia? Who do you trust more? And also, like, let's talk about this in earshot of all of the other players. Mm-hmm. This is not a trust thing. It's like, who do you think has a, the right answer? It's not. Yeah. 
You saw not, Olavia not get close to any of the questions. Yeah, you're not handing your child to yeah. one of them. Right. Right. And now here's all the questions. So you can just pick the answers for yourself. You don't need to ignore the work people. that these other people all did. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he changes it. He changes a couple things. He chooses Darwin. Uh, mm-hmm. and then he has to go to this part, part on the, on the, on the dam where he has to <laughs> repel down, uh, he has to walk down and like the show spends 30 seconds watching Al like slow walk down the side of the dam. Uh, and it is like, it is such a waste of time. I have it's in my notes. Quite this, frightening. Is, this is such a waste of time. It must've been terrifying. And I'm that's just... what Anderson says when he describes it, but he's like, so not concerned. Well, yeah, he doesn't well, have to Anderson do gives zero Fs this season. Yeah, about I know. I love clearly. it so much. It's, it's all the, he, the thing only thing that was the only thing that was missing is him having some sort of food product in that right, moment. As like, he says it, yeah, to yeah. just like Ooh. sardonically chew on a sandwich. Yeah, he's like uh, takes it, rips a big chunk off a croissant. He's like, "We're actually pretty frightening." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crunchy mouth sounds from Anderson yeah. Cooper. So I have I have in my notes um, when Al is going down, he's like, "I love you, Robin." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> Robin is the Bernadette of this season." Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> No, there is a Bernadette reference in this episode. We'll get there. Oh, uh, I have in my notes, Al's heart rate must be skyrocketing right like now. Like through the roof, yeah. The good her. thing that's not part of the challenge, Zed. Yeah. He'd never have made it down to not unlock the chest with $35,000. No. Good bad. But knowing this about Al, I feel like this should just put a heart rate monitor on him all the time. All the time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So they fail this challenge. Darwin is suspicious that Heather got Ribs' birthday wrong. Because they're always uh, together. Those they're two. always together. And if anyone would know his birthday, it would be Heather. Yes. Yeah. I don't know either of your birthdays. And I, ha- I feel like we've hung out way more than they have. That's something. I Jess, know Josh's you in- birthday is March 11th. Yeah, Jess, that's something you have in common with Eric Divestein. Uh, <laughs> forgetting <laughs> my birthday. Uh, by the way, Get ready to say happy birthday to Eric Divestein. It's coming up. It's, uh, Are you sure? Yeah, 100% sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it in my calendar for, for many days. Depending on when this podcast drops, you may want to say it today. I don't know. Is it, is it, is it Wednesday? Then yeah. Go wish him a happy birthday. Happy this birthday, podcast Eric. exists out of time, Josh. Yeah. It, it is true. always true. Eric's birthday, and yeah. it is never Eric's birthday. That's a good point. That's a good point. Very good point. Oh, well, uh, if it's Wednesday, happy birthday to my brother. Also. Hey, look at this. Birthdays. Famous birthday. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not doing it. But no gifts for the the players here on the mall. They did not earn $35,000. Yeah. yeah. She says, this is as close as you're going to get to it. <laughs> In this yeah. chest at my feet. <laughs> what a turd. He, like, has, <laughs> he has this chest of money that's Filled with just like stacks, fat stacks of cash, Jess. And he's just like kind of like kicking it. And he's like, he may as well just like be like nuzzling it like a cat. Like he's just like, like per- swimming in it. He's like perched on it like an eagle. Like, <laughs> just like yeah, you're, you're so close though. Can't you smell my money? And they're like, damn it, Anderson. No, he should have done the like Floyd Mayweather thing where he's like flipping through it and like pretending it's a phone. And yeah, um, yeah, he could get the Scrooge McDuck thing going on, like just kind of yeah. kick his little feet in it. Yeah, then slam it shut in their faces. Yeah. 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 Oh, he could he could Julia Roberts them or Richard Gere them, I guess. Like, yeah, slam. Yeah, 
he could, honey, I shrunk the kids them, zap them with the, the Ray Zelinsky machine, put them in the chest with all the money and close the chest. And they could have some sort of silly, whimsical adventure. Or they could all die. Crushed under cash. Yeah, that's pretty that's bleak. That's not a metaphor for anything. <laughs> why, why do you think they had to take six months off? They had to figure out how to shoot around the fact that yeah, they most had to of get, them died. And they the- had to get them out of the... They had to find the doubles. Yeah. They had to get them out of the chest, those that they were able to bring back with the Ray Zelinsky machine. Uh, and then others they had to they had to replace um, in the cast is some very uh, important behind the scenes intel that you're all getting here. On so we ended up week. with all the Charlies and Bernadettes in their Scooby Doo masks. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, bye uh, Switzerland. Yeah, goodbye Switzerland. Uh, they're headed to Vicenza, Italy. Yes. Um, and along the way, we see that like everybody's relaxing, but Patrick is just outright asking, "So, what's your strategy?" <laughs> and Al has no time for this. He's like, "Yeah, don't waste your breath." Let me tell you. Let yeah. me tell you. you. Don't waste your breath. You're gonna get dead air. You know. You yeah. know. You know that sound. You you, you heard that phrase, "dead air." That's what you, you're gonna get. You know what dead air is? Should uh, if in case anybody doesn't know what dead air is, should we demonstrate what dead yeah, air yeah, yeah. is for people? It's great podcasting. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Hang on. We're gonna give. We're gonna give you ten seconds of dead air starting okay, now well wait first i'm gonna oh. ask hey what's your strategy everyone uh listen we're not if you're gonna ask me about my strategy you're gonna get dead air <laughs> so uncomfortable we're i hate ending, it i hate it so much oh my god and that if, was like and almost if you're listening and if you're listening on overcast you heard nothing because oh that's interesting yeah because somebody cut that out yeah you can mm-hmm. turn that on yeah if oh, you've abandoned Apple Podcasts. Okay. Oh, then that ruins the joke. Uh, yeah. Wow, well, the invasions you know, of technology you, you killed our some, bit. You lose some. I guess. It was just uh, a very tiny amount of dead air. But those yeah. who don't have that functionality turned on loved our joke, I'm pretty sure. They're like, oh, I'm really glad that I spent 10 seconds of my day listening to literally nothing. <laughs> I think we on all learned probably two-hour podcast. We were like, let's just, let's just pad it out a little more by adding in some silence. In the I can't wait for the RHAP out of context uh, rendition of the dead air bit. It's going to be our cover of John Cage's 433. It'll just be dot dot Ooh, dot dot cut. dot 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 quote for the Jess, team Zed, and wait where. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he says dead air. Uh, at this point also as they're going to Venice, Bill says Venice surpasses any dream I've ever had. I'd give my eye teeth to have my wife here for a gondola ride. <laughs> talking about Bernadette, undercover Charlie, I'm telling you. <laughs> I also love how he said, I give my eye teeth. That's said. something Charlie would say. Yeah, I'd give my eye teeth. It's like an app. Yeah, this is uh, the apple, uh, teeth by apple. Yeah. Uh, we, so we make it to the hotel and Darwin gets a telegram. Because who gets we were telegrams? Sending, we were sending telegrams still in 2001, right? That's yeah. technology we're all familiar with. Who uh, do you know? Have your grandparents ever even gotten a telegram? <laughs> oh, my tele, my great telegram gram used to get them. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Uh, welcome to Italy. Stop. Hot weather, hotter game. Stop. Ready for another helping? Stop. Yeah. From La Talpa, the mole. Yes. And everyone's uh, like, okay, whatever. I don't want to look at this. And, like, okay. and Patrick's like, well, I'll keep it. 
This is a great bit of intelligence. It's a great bit of intelligence uh, is another way of describing when we did dead air. Uh, That was a great bit of intelligence. It was very sharp. Uh, Very smart pod. Darwin's like, Patrick's going to analyze that thing for like three hours. Mm -hmm. And I heard about him now. Yeah, Patrick's getting wrecked this episode. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of a show where somebody went from like 100 to zero so quickly. Yeah, gassed yeah. out. Like I think Bad. the I think the one time I think the comparison is um Roger in Survivor the Amazon. Yeah, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. Where it's like, oh, by the way, we haven't mentioned this ever, but everybody hates him. Right. Right. But I, this feels even more out of nowhere because there's mm-hmm. like there's track for that in Survivor. And this like I feel like there's no like I, don't, I felt like no one was having like an interpersonal issue with Patrick. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest like Patrick problem, Zed seemed to be that he takes copious notes, so he's like a little bit of a nerd, and he was concerned about his journal, and that was like it. Otherwise, everybody else seemed to like enjoy him. And then in this episode, they're like, he's awful, he's terrible, he's always uh, asking questions, he makes me physically uncomfortable. Right. He's just like he makes all these crude jokes. And yes. He's always like putting his hands on people. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean. Those things are definitely reasons to not like the guy. Sure. But boy. Where were they a week ago? Yeah. Yeah, where were they last week? Did he just now decide he's going to start telling people dirty jokes? Because it's like, oh, it's it's week four. I can definitely start telling people inappropriate things now. A lot can happen on week four-y. Yeah, the bar for appropriate has shifted. Yes. Yeah. We do see when they get to the next secret game, uh, and they help the the attractive women. Like mm-hmm. there are shots of Patrick like grabbing this woman's head so that he can like kiss her cheek, and it is deeply uncomfortable. It's not. It's, it's not, not okay. ideal. It's, it's not awesome. It's definitely no like. Yeah, and he Manuela also and Katya. Yeah, yeah, he deliberately gets their names wrong, which is yeah. also kind of a weird power play thing. Yes, <laughs> it is uncomfortable. No, um, no bueno. Not not fantastic. This is the morality game, or as they call it, the flat tire game. Because uh, like, is this a game? Uh, it turns out like it's good that they within a game they chose to be uh, uh, you know helpful people on this day, and that uh, by virtue of just doing the right thing and helping with a car, they are going to put thirty k in their collective account. I think they should have uh, been fined though, because Bill, as we mentioned, did. Dead that woman's car. All of his ass. All of the men file out of the bus immediately when they see these two women. They're like, out of the way. No, you get out of the way. Like, they're definitely like tripping over themselves to help these people. Uh, and so, like, they're all like trying to like out macho each other, I feel like. And Bill, standing like a psycho, uh, is going to. He's sitting like a psycho. He grabs like the car and lifts it and then, like, just like kind of falls back and just like butt dents it so hard that there is an imprint of his butt. Astounding. And I think he doesn't like in passing say like God you should be careful there's a dent there. (laughs) I don't know how that got there. He draws attention to it. Yeah. He like wombat asses it. Yeah. That's my move. Powerful rear. Yeah. That's my move. Yeah. Have you ever done that to a car Josh? Like lifted it up and dented it with your butt? Who do you think you're talking to? Of course I have. (laughs) Obviously. This is how you're able to describe it so eloquently. Yeah, that's how I know. We we know our own. Uh, yeah, wombat ass is it. 
uh, a whole ass wombat. Uh, <laughs> he's like able to to do this with is amazing. Uh, yeah. Heather is this is where Heather's remark like, by the way, like we got to cancel Patrick. This is not okay. Like it's not great. Uh, like the way he's behaving is is no good. Uh, yeah. So Patrick, uh, red alert on this guy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so going under the stopped, bus. They stopped to help both groups, uh, both the two young, attractive women and the one older woman. Before that, uh, isn't it? Doesn't Katie have like the money line where she's like, "By the way, if we see any hot guys without any pants yeah. on that need passing <laughs> them, we're going to need to pull over." Uh-huh. I love Katie so much. Yeah, it's really great. She's so funny. Uh, this morality game, though, it feels like it was just designed because they felt sorry for them. They weren't putting enough money in the pot. It's like, mm-hmm. what can we do? I'll definitely fall for. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like these people suck this season. Like, what are we gonna do? Like they're great characters, but like they're they're losing. Badly. I can't remember if it's Al or Darwin who's like, "Yep, this is what we do. We just travel around Europe and help people with their flat tires." So funny, so funny. Like you know, when you have a flat tire, who do you ask? The tourists. That's definitely who should help you fix yes. your car. You don't yes. call AAA. No. No. Like Heather does. Yeah, Mr. Echo. Um, so yes. they get 30k for the morality game. That's great. They would have mm-hmm. lost money if they had only stopped for the young women. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they hadn't stopped for anybody. Help me. Then I think then I think it's a wash. I think then nothing happens. Yeah. I think that's probably right. Yeah. I got to flat to die. Oh, could you help me? Oh my god! Um, um, so they make it to their destination after stopping to help fix flat tires across Italy. Yes. Um, and the remaining six players who were not part of the hanging out mission are now split up into the smart and dumb teams. Uh, a favorite of them all. Yeah, um, Katie's upset that she's put on the dumb team. She's, I'm not dumb. I just haven't had an opportunity to pull out my smart card yet. My smart card. Yeah, it's how uh, I feel so, all the time. Yeah, yeah. It just as I had, I, after all of these years of podcasting, I haven't had the opportunity yet to present my smart card. That's what coming. people always say when they get eliminated from uh, a show like Drag Race. It's like, I wish I had so much more to show. Yeah. I wish I had a chance to like show you yes. who I really am. Yes, they do this on Top Chef all the time. Definitely would have done next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I, I just never got a chance. It's like you've been on the show. You were on it. Right, had a chance. So you got a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Patrick, Myra, and Katie are the dumb team, and Bill, Rob, and Dorothy are the smart team. Yes, and and then things get complicated. The yeah, dumb players. Is, it's it's like I had to pause and like write these things down step by step. Did the you pause and try to do them? <laughs> yes, some of them. Yeah. The like the the general shape of what happens here is that there's like eleven different like brain teasers, right? Mm-hmm. And so the dumb team gets to choose which five to unleash on the smart team. If yes. the smart team wipes out and is a TPK here and they're not able to get a single one, then the dumb team, Myra, Katie, and Patrick are gonna be uh exempt. Um if, if they get even one question right, then exemption is off the table for the dumb team. Um okay. and if they get all five correct, uh they not only get ten thousand dollars for each question, but fifty thousand if they get them all and the smart team will be exempt. Correct. Um, and then there's all these brain teasers that like just uh, 
I don't know, does not really make for the most compelling TV. Uh, I love stuff like this because I can pause it and like play along and answer the questions. Um, some of them. Yeah. I, so I spent I did. 45 minutes on that stupid Bob going fishing puzzle and I gave up. Yeah. Did you? I've never been able to do it before, and I did it today. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. I had like I had like algebra. I, it, it looked like something out of like Goodwill Hunting. It was yeah. all over the page. <laughs> yeah, but like conspiracy gif with like numbers yeah. and graphs and yeah. Yeah, the, the woman with them with the numbers going in front of her mm-hmm. face. That was me. This was the part where I was like, okay, cool. Then I could just like kind of put one eye on the mole, and the other eye I can just go into the Wario Casino for a little while. That was great. So my notes are pretty thin <laughs> at this point. How'd did you do in the casino? Uh, I uh, I swapped with Shut Up Tim uh, from I had like three hundred coins and Shut Up Tim was at the top of the leaderboard and I swapped coins with him. So then I shot to the top and then I lost six hundred of his coins. I don't even know if he knows this yet. Well, he's gonna wow, learn now. Breaking yeah. news. Yeah. Uh, the only one that I paid attention to was Film Restu. Uh, the gigantic uh, <laughs> word that can only be one word if you unscramble it. Because uh, I love words with friends, so this was fun. Yeah, like uh, you're you're kind of unbeatable in words with friends. So I got trustfulness, but I mm-hmm. I was like, I, I it, it's got to be trustfulness. Uh, and I, like I scratched my head, and then I was like, oh yeah, there's three other letters here, uh, mm-hmm. and I I couldn't get to mistrustfulness on, on time. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the wild there's this, thing to there's me, this moment where Katie says farts. I don't want to watch this, and that was kind of <laughs> this feeling. That was pretty great. Yeah, um, Katie's like, let's go for the exemptions, and she and Myra convince Patrick that they should like try to go for the exemptions, which seems impossible. The idea that the smart team would not get a single brain teaser correct seems pretty unlikely to me. So then yeah. you might as well, then I would think you go for getting as much money as you can. Although three exemptions on the table for either team is massive. Well, one of the things, so like the smart team, they have to get them all right, but they, they get like two opportunities to answer the question. And so they do get like this like full minute reprieve to regroup basically. Yes. Yeah, so uh, like 30 minutes to answer them all. Yeah. And if you get one wrong, you have a minute to try and regroup and come up with a second answer. So of course they're able to do this. Twice. You know? Yeah. Saves their butt. But the like the big thing here is that like on like a guess, it feels like Dorothy pulls out ninety dollars for this Bob went fishing problem. Mm -hmm. Um and then she like she produces mistrustfulness after they were saying stressful minute. Mm -hmm. Which is Uh, not one word. That's two words, folks. Mm -mm. Smart team. Although I, I feel like it's pretty molish to choose all of these brain teasers that were to me not terribly hard. Yeah. Like the the word puzzle where you had to figure out what letter went in the middle. Yeah. I was like, or this like is gasp and purse and yes. <laughs> yeah. like very simple words. Yeah. yeah. That's like uh like fourth grade word puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the missing letter is an S. Yeah. One of the Way. letters they give you on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Difficult. Yeah. I also thought the paint in the cubes was pretty was pretty bush league too. When you get the hint that there's no hidden cubes, it seems rather straightforward. Yeah. Uh, um, but everyone's like so kind of like, whoa, Dorothy. Hmm. Yeah. Pick these these answers out of thin air. Very pretty suspicious. Fishy. Uh and I don't think mistrustfulness should be that uh tricky that like that you get that. 
uh, I don't know the Bob's fishing one, but Jess, you gave up, which suggests to me that like producing 90 as a guest is kind of challenging. As no, a I've got a history yes. degree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't mathed since the 90s sometimes, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while they're watching or for, for the smart team, uh, Anderson does point out that Katie said had said she would not go for an exemption. Uh, and she says that her strategy has changed and she's got to focus on herself over the team now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Patrick asks her who she thinks the mole is because, he, and he says, I thought you'd be dumb enough to, to tell me. She says, I'm she dumb, says, dumb enough to, dumb punch, enough you to punch you in the face. Love that. Yeah, I'm dumb enough to give you your journal back. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Um, so good. the smart team gets all five answers correct, which means Dorothy, Bill, and Myra, or sorry, Dorothy, Bill, and Rob. Yeah. Um, all get exemptions. Bill is the numbers and math guy. Dorothy is the word person, and Rob is all over the place. <laughs> I think Rob must have been elected to the smart team because he he like questions it himself. He's like, I'm kind of just all over the place. Uh, they must have elected him just because they saw him uh, turning his body into a, uh, an eating vessel for the birds in the Venetian Square in the plaza. Oh God. Uh, it's so he, gross. He, he lies so down weird. in the middle of the plaza. At yep. one yeah, point. that's a no. thing people do. And the birds just feast <laughs> off of him. Uh, like that's really my food observation of the episode is the the bird feed that Rob had all over his body, like <laughs> Samantha with the sushi in the Sex in the City movie. <laughs> As they're just like uh, the California hand roll, uh, as they're just eating the bird feed off of his body. Yeah, now you usually people just put it in their hands and sometimes on their head a little bit. And mm-hmm. this is you're not supposed to do that. I have seen people do that. I, I just I hate that whole thing. Like it's such a beautiful square, and it's ruined by nine million flying rats. Perfect on people and getting in their faces, and I hate it so much. Yeah, to to quote a very wise person, farts. I don't want to watch farts. this. Yeah, yeah. Cosine. Um, yeah. And we see Dorothy and Katie in their room. They're now rooming together. Hopefully, they've gotten over the uh, previous betrayal of Dorothy luring Katie into the room to get an exemption. Um, Katie discovers that pages are missing from her journal. Patrick borrowed it. And then ripped the pages out of the journal. Yes. Which is the big scandal of the episode. Um, and so the next day he like comes and sits down at the table and is like, Yeah, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything against the rules. I'm not gonna pretend I didn't do it, but I didn't he's like, I knowingly did what I did, but I didn't knowingly violate the rules. He kind of did. Like, I mean, he literally yeah. did. That one hundred percent is against. I don't the rules. know how he could think that was not against the rules. And they say to him, "They're like, you like, can't have any information outside of your own journal." And Katie's yeah. journal is not your journal that. anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. that's airtight, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He asked. He asked, and Anderson's like, "No, you can't take it back." Yeah, you wanted to like burn it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. "Can we destroy the journals?" Yeah. No. Can I can I uh, borrow the book and then steal pages from the book? Pages from it? Yeah, no. I don't. Yeah, I don't like this. I kind of feel like you shouldn't have even been able to borrow it back and copy things out of it. Yeah, like, yeah. that's already sketchy. Um, well, 
it wasn't allowed because Correct. on top of he's about to be executed, this dude uh, is about to get But on executed. his way out, he's going to take $5,000 yeah, out gonna of the He's going to rip $5,000 out of the book. And see, yeah. this is how they know that everybody here is mad at this game because I think if this was a season where everybody was good at the game, they would have taken way more out of the pot for that. Yeah, I think it's probably true. Yeah, it's a huge breach of the rules. Because yeah. now you get into the territory where it's like it's like a speeding ticket. It's like, oh, that's how much it costs. Okay, well now I'm okay with paying that fine to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? How much yeah. is that information worth to you? Because like once you have the information, they can't take that away. Now you know the information. What's the more appropriate offense, uh, like uh, punishment here? Is it like you you're kicked out of the game? I mean, like that seems extreme too. So, like, what's no. the middle ground here? I think you take more money out. I think yeah. it's like twenty thousand dollars or something. Like you lose everything that you earned in this episode. You, you, it's like the amazing, the old amazing race pit stops where you lose all your money and your all your, and your luggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't lose all the money out of the pot, but like you lose all your luggage or something. You yeah. don't get a journal. That's what that's what it is. You don't get a journal. <laughs> you don't get one. Yeah. The greatest punishment you could give to Patrick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he People says are mad about this. Our favorite quote. Within the rules of engagement, I will lie, use guile, deceit, whatever I can to continue yes. on in the game. And that's not a confessional. He says that to his fellow players sitting at the table. Yeah, let's just hear that again. He will use guile. And this is what happens. He uses Kyle here. Sonic boom. Sonic boom. Sonic boom. Yoga fire. Sonic boom. I'm just spamming spamming Sonic boom here. Uh, You only know one move, man. Yeah, Sonic backbreaker. That's pretty good. And the thing where he does for him, he does the upside down kick. Uh, I totally did end up watching a few minutes of the mole to Guile's theme afterwards. <laughs> I muted it on Netflix and just played Guile's theme. Okay, because... now I want someone to take the opening credits and like with the with the Andy Coops explaining the game, I want the people to put that behind it. Yeah, I think that'd be great too. Uh, maybe Patrick was Guile once upon a time. Like he's a retired Guile. That would explain a lot about his views on Cuba. Yeah, that would. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that would explain a lot about Patrick, to be completely honest with you. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, anyway. He wanted to minimize the damage that was done to his intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's why he had to extract the pages from yeah, Katie's fair. turtle. Yeah, that's um, fair. And Darwin is saying, you know, you can't play the game that way because then people won't like you. And Heather says he's alienating people. Uh, she, in particular, seems very pissed off. Uh, yes. Which is a good time to remember that Heather and Katie have had a coalition since day one, so maybe that is impacting Heather's opinion more than Correct. other people. Correct. Um, they'll tell Patrick, you've got no chance to win the game now. He goes, oh, I agree. <laughs> and then, like, they really <laughs> has no chance to win the game because he's about to lose. Yeah. yeah, he is about to lose. Yeah. Uh, like there's you know the, the quiz goes through I don't know if there's anything that's like supremely of note in the quiz process I didn't really jot anything down personally I, uh, I did have one okay who the hell starts deep navy blue as their favorite color <laughs> yeah that's very specific deep navy blue 
yeah, oh no, this this navy blue is a little too washed out for me. I need yeah. this deep navy blue. Yeah. Honestly, that navy blue, like very attractive, but kind of shallow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's such a basic navy blue. I need something with a little bit more depth to it. Like that navy blue, Zed, I can't talk to that navy blue. Like it yeah. gets awkward after five minutes. Small talk. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder deeper. if it was Al because when he when they're in the car and he's talking about you're gonna get dead air from me, he's like, "You want to know my favorite color? I'll tell you." Yeah, uh, deep navy blue. Deep, deep navy blue. His congratulations hat was deep navy blue. <laughs> no, Mets it's more of a royal blue. Is blue. blue, a deep navy blue. No, Yankees no. blue is a deep navy blue. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. 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 So maybe Patrick's favorite color is deep navy blue. He's the one in the Yankees hat. Yeah. That explains a lot. Like he, that explains how he went like full dark Patrick this episode. <laughs> dark yeah. Patrick. Dark Patrick. Yeah. Uh, he's so like get- he's like the Kermit meme. Like Patrick is the other side <laughs> of the Kermit meme. Yeah. And then the Do classic it. Kermit is Bill because they're both Charlie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two sides of the same Charlie. Only one both Charlie are. can remain. Yeah, only one. They're gonna they be can live one. while the other survives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The execution is so brutal. This is so brutal. Anderson, first of all, being like, so of course pages were removed. That's a violation of the rules. We're taking $5,000 from the pot, even though this guy's about to be executed. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just like make sure to like really hammer that home. And then Zed, they like really stretch out the uh, the execution process, I think in a way that I've never seen the show do before. They have like uh, six other people before they get to Patrick. My heart was in my throat. It's uh, it is it is six full people. Only Patrick and Al are left, uh, I believe, uh, because the other three are uh, exempt. Um, and like as mm-hmm. we're going down the line, when it gets to Katie, and uh, Katie is like the penultimate person, I'm like, no. No! I was so I literally said out loud. I, I typed it in my notes here. I said, literally said no out loud. Uh-huh. And she registers as green. I'm like, oh my God, what are they doing? And then I was like, I don't want it to be Patrick or Al either, because Patrick is like he's like this horrifying antagonist now that I kinda want to see going. <laughs> I like Al a lot. Uh like he brings a lot to the show. Uh so when it was Patrick, like when it was down to like these three, I was like, oh no, I don't want any of them to go right now. And I guess of those three. I'll take Patrick, but uh uh yeah, this was this was a nail biter. This is really tough. Yeah. He burned five thousand dollars on his way out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He should have like he literally did. burned it in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been ripped out of the pot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking this out of the pot and I'm just gonna yeet it. Yeah. Yeah. Into the sun. Into the sun. Um, yeah. And then, the sun. and in his exit package, like the last thing that we see, it's him giving a toast, where he says something in in Latin, and he says, "And that means while we live, let us live," which is like after the episode is like shat on him <laughs> for like yeah. forty straight minutes. Yeah. In the last two minutes, they're like, "Here, let us give him a poignant moment." Now that you all hate him and are yeah, like glad we, to see the back of it. While we live, let us live. Except everybody, like the. I don't know who it was. They're kind of off camera. They say, well said, man. And I thought it was just in this. It felt condescending and like they're (laughs) sort of making fun of him. Yeah, well said. Yeah, well said, guy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Latin. Cool. Trashing this guy. (laughs) Yeah. 
eviscerated on his way yeah. out of the mole. So that's Patrick. Yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Josh, how'd that pizza look? Um, it, looked, uh, it looked fine. Uh, it looked totally fine. I would have eaten it. Um, hot take. I don't love yeah. the pizza in Italy. Same. Whoa. I don't yeah. think I've like, there's a couple pizzas in Italy that I've had that I really enjoyed, but every time I've, I've been in it, every time I've been in Italy, said this man of opulence here, my God, let me be the one to call wow. that out. Uh, <laughs> go, go pasta over pizza. And this is mm-hmm. coming from pizza guy, Unless, depending on where you are. Uh, have not like gone to like the pizza mecca parts of of Italy, but like just because you're in Italy, it doesn't mean that all the pizzas yeah, will in, be on fire. It's not in Venice. It's probably going to suck. It's probably going to suck. It's probably not going to be good. You're in Disneyland. You know, is effectively where you are there. I will say, I was in Italy in the summer of 2000, and they had a, they had something there that we didn't know about in the U.S. And I was crazy about it. It was this thing called a panini. Mm. Right now, everybody has a panini, oh. right? Yeah. And I was like, wow, it's like a grilled Cut cheese sandwich. But it's a panini. Yeah. yeah. So I, I ate paninis all through Italy and I thought I was so cultured. Yeah. Great sandwiches. Sandwich mm-hmm. game is great. Pastas yep. are great. Yep. Pizzas are going to be hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I've had more bad pizza in Italy than good pizza. Yeah. It's because the crust is so thin, because that was my experience with pizza in Italy. And yeah. I liked it in crust, but it was like soggy thin. But like the soggy thin, and and like you know, sort of like the like the 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 soft style, like that's like characteristic of of a Neapolitan pizza, which is mm-hmm. you know that's great, like that's part of it. But like that's not what the pizza is during like the Patrick fight. That's not what's on no. display. Um, that's just like sort of like we're just getting away with like hawk and pizza, yeah, because you were foolish enough to buy it because he thought it was just like good to buy here in Italy. Now but, this like, is like the pizza yeah. that you get when you go to that bar in Brooklyn that gives you a free pizza with your beer. Crocodile Lounge? Yes. I mean, I think that pizza's better. Yes. I, think, I mean, like, dump, I'm not going to dump on the Crocodile Lounge pizza. No, it's delicious. Oh gosh, let's go yeah. right now. Oh, oh, go. I really would. I that place. Is it even still to- open? I used to do interviews with someone there. Like we would have like a standing appointment monthly and we would go there and we would just like drink beers and eat pizza. Mm. And it was fantastic. Sounds glorious. Yeah, Back in the comic book journalism days mm. where everything yeah. was a little bit blurry in terms of the ethical line. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway. Oh, man. See you later, Patrick. What a harsh episode. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so rough. So rough.
Yeah. We did have feedback from Clay who's who commented on like the Roger like uh, like analogy. It was like Roger at least had Butch and Dave on his side. Uh, yeah. Patrick yeah. had nobody. Zero people. Yeah. Like like uh posthumously Katie is like I feel bad. But like that's it. You know, like no yeah. one else. Well, because remember in the first episode, you know, he was like they were holding each other's stuff. He was like, yes. tie your rosary to your shoelace. Yes. Like they were very close once upon a time. Once upon a while, yeah. Hence yeah. why she was willing to even lend him his journal. Yes. That led to his downfall. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Unbelievable. All right. Yeah. That's that's episode four of the mole. I guess I should I should update where I'm at, like uh Ribs isn't giving me a ton to work with here. I don't think he's the mole, but I've just said that he is. So I just like, I won't, I won't move off of the pick. Let's be fair. Um, really hard to ignore Dorothy this week. You know, like this yeah. very, very sus. Um, Al continues to just be like kind of a person of interest is constantly in these hot spots. Like I feel like a lot of agency with like choosing like, whether or not to open that lock if he is the mole. I think like my my gut has it as one of those two with like an outside shot that it's Katie because I think that would be incredible. Um, <laughs> so like I, I think that. like in terms of like my like my top three suspicion uh, right now is like Dorothy at the top, then Al, and then like Katie is fun to to put in in third. Uh, so I've, I've got those three, but I'll just, I'll stick with the official ribs, uh, because I don't, I, I don't feel like set in the way that I felt set last, uh, last year. Um, which is good. That's great. It's, it's fun for me. Like yeah, I, I don't, fun I, when it switches around, yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't feel locked in, which is good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I think part of the problem this season is that there's just too damn many people in this cast. Yes. And they're all great people. I want to see more of all of them, but there are a whole like, there's all episodes where you don't see anybody. I think we barely saw Bribs. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen Myra since she wore that ridiculous outfit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She had like a line this week, I feel yeah. like. Um, she was like, I don't know any of the brain teasers. I can't figure any of them out. Yeah. I'm a, like a little sus of Heather, but not like majorly, but like she's like probably next up. Um, you know, Alavia, like, if only because, like, she's been a person of interest before, like, she would probably go next. Uh, I don't have, like, any real read on Bribs or Rob, to be honest, like, either of them. Like, they're both sort of just there. Uh, like, I need I need a little more from both of them on the show. Um, I don't think that Darwin is like if he is then that then he's hilarious and very good at this because he's so mad about like exemptions and stuff uh, and like he's really making that known uh, so if he's the mole like he's I think doing a great job of like uh, throwing off the scent um, but I don't think it's him uh, and then you know Bill and Myra are undercover Charlie and Bernadette and that's really where I've got them uh, is basically where I've landed there so I think that that's everybody that's yeah, uh, accounted for. Well reasoned. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where I am. Um, you want to take a little more feedback before we get into game time? Cool. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we've got a couple of people called this out, and I, I'm sure that we don't have an opinion on this either way. But I thought it was funny that that pe- that more than one person commented on the music of the mole. 
for this week. And so we have a question from Brian who says, I have a question not necessarily about the mold, but many of the scenes in Mole Season 2 made me curious if all early 2000s reality used so much background music, especially rock. The loud, intense guitar riffs when they do the bungee bridge jump in Episode 1 or the Pugil Sticks competition really jars me. Yeah. Finished season two and there's almost one loud scene per episode and it's painful. Yeah. So yeah, it was they all kind of remind me of like the beginning of Con Air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like <laughs> sort of a Jerry Bruckheimer thing going on. Yeah. And like I I mean, like there is I like I can I can visualize certain like really early survivor challenges, like uh like uh when they're like rolling the rocks down the hill in Africa or like some of the ones in Australian Outback where they're definitely like like sort of like adventure twangy guitar rock <laughs> is going on. Um you know so certainly in my my limited experience with this stuff like that that feels accurate. It feels like something that has like gone away in favor of like now sort of like the epic like Hans Zimmer esque score mm-hmm. that they're trying to go for. <laughs> Uh, I don't know which I prefer, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a related question, actually, from uh, Fruit Loops, who says, I'm rewatching the first few episodes of Joe Schmo before listening to the Reality Rewind podcast. Why yeah, am I telling you? Because of the pilot. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the pilot, I heard the mole suspense music. And now in episode three, I just heard Andy Coops eats a sandwich, a.k.a. goofy European escapades. I thought I found two executive producers who worked on both shows, but I can now I can only find one name, David G. Stanley. I did not know that Joe Schmo was a Stone Stanley joint. Uh, David G. Stanley. Yeah, Stone Stanley Entertainment. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there you I go. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Andy Coops eats a sandwich as the name of a song. I, I feel like you ever yeah. buy like an original score to a movie, and they have like all the yeah, all the funny. cues are named. Yep. Yeah, very punny. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. I think that's about all we need for feedback. Yeah. Are you, How are you supposed to top that? I, I don't know if you can. <laughs> Andy Coops eats a sandwich. Um, I, I want to like put lyrics to it now. Uh, I, I will I will say here at this point, if you are sending in feedback for the Mole Patrol, probably a good idea to start sending your feedback uh, for uh, we'll probably miss your episode five feedback. Uh, but if you get your episode six and seven feedback in on the sooner side, that would be fantastic for some recording scheduling stuff that we are doing on our end. So send that in Mole Patrol at Rob has a website dot com as soon as you can, I guess. Uh, we would we would love to get that up from you if you want to get your feedback on the air. If not, no biggie. We are still having fun uh, as we are as we're chucking through this thing. Um, all right, Jess, do you want right. to uh, take this opportunity to torture Brooklyn Zed and myself? That's what I'm here for. It's my yeah. literally my entire job on this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this week, um, our our quiz questions come from the wonderful AJ Mass who has taken the opportunity to write you three questions all about his favorite show of all time, CBS's own Criminal Minds. Yeah. That show has been on since the dawn of time, and they've gotten <laughs> real weird. I suspect, I'm uh, Zed, I suspect we're going to get nothing right here. Great. Can't wait. Uh, AJ's tough. AJ's tough. No, takes no prisoners. He really does not. Uh, and much is, like AJ is harsher than this episode was towards Patrick. <laughs> That's yeah. saying something. Yeah. yeah. And much like I guess the criminal minds on the show, he also takes no prisoners. Yes. The, the, do they not take prisoners on criminal minds? 
I, I think sometimes they don't, or sometimes they do, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes they kill them and sometimes they just take them prisoner. Wow. I, I have never seen the show. I, gotta be honest, mostly, I, don't, I don't really know. What, like, what are they on Criminal Minds? <laughs> I think they are some sort of are law cops? enforcement. Cr- cr- cops, right? Yeah, they're cops. After reading these episode descriptions, I think they got to be cops. Uh, let's do oh, no. I'll, I'll do just a really quick gander. Just a surface read Criminal Minds. Yeah, it's an American police procedural crime drama. Uh, the F- criminal profilers of the FBI as members of the BOW uh, Behavioral Anal- Analysis Unit, the BOW. Ah, BOW. Yeah. Jack so, Bauer. I'd rather I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say. Missing <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. bucklings. Let's do it. All right. Let's, let's do Criminal Minds trivia. Oh, it's 11 so, o'clock and I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, is it from um, Crocodile Lounge? Let's go. God. Uh, I will come all the way down to Brooklyn. Let's go. get there right as they close. Uh, season two finale party at the Crocodile Lounge. Yes. So let's, yeah. Let's will down to existence. Please be safe. Okay. Please still be this. open. Yes, let's do this. Let's all right. So AJ has a note here. He wants you to know that all of the fake episodes feature actors who did guest char- star in the show, but with totally different things happening to them. Of course. Of course. So why make this hard? Why make this easy? Let's, yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. Okay. Great. So here we go. Um, round one. Here's a plot point from season three. Frankie Munoz appears as a comic book artist having nightmares about a hooded superhero brutally killing werewolves. It turns out the graphic murders he's been drawing are real, and he's actually suppressing any memory of the dozens of people he's slayed. Hmm. Oh. Okay. So season four. Garrett Dillahunt plays a quadriplegic psychopath who convinces his simple brother to kidnap hundreds of homeless people from Detroit, smuggle them out of the border to Canada, feed them to the pigs on his farm, and keep their shoes as keepsakes. Okay. Uh, current leader for me of being fake. I Obviously, Garrett Dillhunt's on the show because all the guest stars are on the show. Uh, but having seen him enough in enough things, including as our beloved John Dory, Jess, mm. just don't, I don't see like, uh, like super genius psychopath in the repertoire personally. Super genius psychopath. Super genius psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. So here we go. Season eight. James Vanderbeek plays this pair of serial killer twins who were separated at birth, but have no knowledge of each other. One of these brothers has a job as a catering chef and feeds his victims to unsuspecting diners. 100% accurate. Definitely real. Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Yeah, that's been a thing. Yes. All right. Finally, season 10. Ben the Demon Savage. Barber of Vanderbeek Street. <laughs> Attracts. Attracts. Season 10. Ben Savage guest stars as a young Jason Gideon, normally played by Mandy Patinkin, in a flashback episode involving an early case where the bad guy's infatuation with birds caused him to kidnap women, keep this them in real. nests, and feed them worms from his mouth to theirs. Yeah. Ugh. Ben Savage's young Manny Patinkin, I know is real on Criminal Minds, so that is out. I think I'm I'm locked in on Garrett Dillahunt. Yeah, I'm I'm locked in on on like the the psychopathic brother. That's it. That's me. That's my choice is number two. Zach, you feel strongly. I I will support you in your strong choice. Yeah, that's where okay. I'm going. All right. Well, are incorrect. What? Um, the the <laughs> dueling Vanderbeeks. The Vanderbeeks getting the Robert Patrick oh, treatment. Oh, really? Here. Yeah, it's fake. I wish it was real. I would oh, watch man. that one. What did he do on the show instead? Uh, I do not know. You'd have to ask AJ. Okay. AJ! AJ! Right. You can right, ask go. Josh about yeah. this. Yes. yes. Alright, so round two. Here we go. 
This episode comes from season one. Aaron Paul guests as Mike Zizzo, leader of the Lords of Destruction, believed to be a satanic cult. However, he's actually just a goth kid who likes to booze it up and listen to heavy metal while wearing eyeliner, bitch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Okay. (laughs) Hard same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's uh, MOTPD. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Season three. Luke Perry takes on a role as a demented preacher who is ridding the world from sin by picking up hookers and removing their eyes while singing Amazing Grace. I was oh, blind, no. but now I see. Okay. No. I'm leaning towards that being fake because Luke Perry would then be doubling up on his uh, his holy roles, having played the Reverend Jeremiah Cloutier on Oz uh, for multiple seasons. Uh, so unless he did basically that twice, I know you could play a preacher in more than one show. Yeah, but I feel mm-hmm. like is Luke Perry doing that twice? I don't know. Luke Perry did a lot of things, dude. Oh, man, I loved Luke Perry. <laughs> Great. God, Dylan McKay. Anyway, we'll talk about that another time. I, I choose me, Josh. Yeah. Oh my All right. god. Season four. Antonia, no! Look what they did to her, Brandon. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's very upsetting. All right. Well, this one comes from season four. Jason Alexander plays a man obsessed with the Fibonacci sequence. The BAU team <laughs> is uh, <laughs> classic, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's all of us. It's true. Well, the BAU team deduces that the kidnapping he has staged is really a decoy because the number of victims wouldn't match the pattern correctly. I don't know if this is an episode of Criminal Minds or an episode of Odd Squad because I think I've seen this episode <laughs> yeah. of Odd Squad. What do you Definitely mean you don't know the Fibonacci sequence? Like this is like you, this writes itself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that. and finally, this is a multi-episode arc we're going to talk about. This was several episodes throughout seasons eleven through fifteen. Aubrey Plaza has a multi-episode arc as Cat Adams, a contract killer who not only kidnaps Spencer's mother but also claims to have inseminated herself with his semen so she can have his baby. Whoa. Uh, hmm. Well, I know we've gone too far when Zed makes that noise. Thrown, thrown for, <laughs> thrown, like for a, thrown for a little bit of a loop. Do we not <laughs> like that enough that that is fake? Because my, I, I, my, like gut instinct got us wrong, got us in trouble last time. My gut instinct right now is like they didn't. Luke Perry didn't play like a, a Reverend Reverend Jeremiah Cloutier, and then whatever this preacher is like that didn't happen twice. I mean, I feel like actors can show up and play the exact same part on different shows. Sure, they can. But I loved Luke Perry. I feel like I would know this. But maybe not. Maybe I didn't love him enough. What's what's your guess, Josh? My my guess is is two, but I want to be I I don't want to like bulldoze this in that if you feel uh, if you feel differently. If you feel differently, let's let's let's. I mean, the last one feels absurd enough to be real. I just don't like it. Yeah, correct. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's two different things. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um well I would go two personally. Okay. I would go Luke Perry is the is the is the ruse. Sure. Let's get this wrong. Right. Luke Perry. Let's get this wrong. I think you're glad you went with your gut, Josh. You're correct. I the Jeremiah Cloutier provides. Yeah, uh, Oz spoilers. You they, love Luke Perry and Oz spoilers. They put him in a wall. They 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 uh, they uh, put him in the wall in the in the cafeteria. They like I don't uh, even covered. Understand a, what that means. They, For the love they, of God, Montresor. 
his his followers who he had scorned they were very mad at him timmy kirk leads a bunch of them to uh uh putting him behind a wall in the cafeteria Wait, and then so- they seal up the wall and then later in that same episode there's an explosion in the cafeteria and so he was in there and so then he uh is is horribly injured and that's how they find him and then three episodes into the following season to season 5 i believe he vanishes without a trace and no one knows what happened to the Reverend Jeremiah Cloutier. And it's kind of like suggested that it was, uh, it was like a miracle that he just like disappeared. It was like, sort of like, it was like a big metaphor. Wait, when you said he was a reverend, I was, I was picturing like a prison chaplain. He's a prisoner, but he is a prisoner. He did some bad stuff. He's a prisoner. He did like some like tax evasion stuff, I think. And then he's, he goes to jail and he's in over his head. And he's well, like trying to like get everybody like to be better. But that's and like then, the like, whole that's the whole premise the of like the other guy that was on the show. And Beecher. I guess he's like, yeah, Beecher. No, like Beecher, Beecher, no, Beecher did. Beecher, uh, Beecher uh, did. Uh, the, uh, Beecher killed a kid. It was not good. It was not yeah, great. Yeah, it was yeah. not great. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think the Reverend Jeremiah Cloutier killed anybody. He just did some tax evasion, but not like Al Capone tax evasion. I think that that's right. I'm pretty sure. I may be misrepresenting the Reverend Jeremiah Cloutier in the back half of season four of Oz. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I've never watched Oz just because I feel like there's a lot of actors in it that I like that will be absolutely ruined for me if I watch it. It will be changed forever. Yeah. 100%. I I like J.K. Simmons right now. You, you know, know, I like Chris Maloney right now. You would you would not be able to look at either of them the same ever again. I like sure. Mr. Echo right now. Oh, it's an iconic role, though. Add a beat. Anyway, we don't need to talk about us right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, go listen to the Michael J. Clark pilot out. season episode where we talked about the pilot of Oz, myself, Emily Fox, and Michael J. Clark. Okay. Yeah. It's out uh, there. It's a good plug. I love that yeah. show. Yes. All right. So finally, we got our third set of questions. All right. This is an episode from season four. Will Wheaton is a real psycho as the owner of a secluded motel who watches his patrons through secret peepholes before bludgeoning them to death with a baseball bat. His latest yeah, target. That's is not a, good. Yeah, that's, that's never good. No, that's not how you treat your patrons. No, no, no. You don't get a lot of repeat business that no, way. No, a lot of drop off. Yeah. 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 Well, his latest target is a couple played by Teen Witch, Robin Lively, and Ethan Rom from Lost, a.k.a. William Mapother. This is so specific. It's all got to be real. <laughs> know, it comes from the mind of AJ. It's true. Specific. AJ's criminal mind. Yeah. All right. So this one's from season five. Real life rock star Gavin Rossdale shows his acting chops as Dante, a singer in the vein of Alice Cooper who pretends to be a vampire on stage. Oh, in the vein of Alice Cooper. Very cool. Oh, oh. I got it now. Yeah. When several of his groupies end up dead with bite marks in their necks and fully exsanguinated, he's the number one Whoa. suspect and everything is far from Zen. Exsanguinated, a word I've never heard before, but I know exactly what it means. Yeah, I can see it. It's a great uh-huh. word. Yeah, it's it cool. It's a great word. I guess the yeah. two of you didn't read enough Anne Rice when you were young. I didn't we read covered any. this nope. once about yeah, time. Just. This. It's yeah. been about a year since we talked about that. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot has happened. Yeah. But All you right. can check out why a eh? covering the Twilight <laughs> yeah. Saga yeah. over in the Bush Patreon. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Find out more about exsanguination. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I- Call me when you do a podcast about all the stuff that you read when you were a teenager that you really weren't supposed to. 
I, I mean, this like is me. This is me in TV. This is what I'm doing for a living now. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. True. All right. So this episode comes from season eight. For an entire season, Mark Hamill haunts the team by replicating brutal murders from previous seasons, all because he's upset that Alex, played by Jeannie Triplehorn, got the promotion to join the BAU instead of him, and he was forced to move to Kansas City. Oh, Oh boy. (laughs) Uh, A Luke warm joke at best. And finally, this one comes from season 12. Robert England wakes from a coma after nearly two decades. He discovers his whole family has died while he was sleeping. So he attempts to recreate them by abducting lookalikes and turning them into marionettes he can use to reenact his memories. Oh. My God. And just uh, underline that that is Freddy Krueger we are talking mm-hmm. about. Classic flavor. Um, her. I have no strong feelings about any of these, Zed, unfortunately. Really Boy. none. Just about. Just about, uh, just, just about nothing. Okay, nothing. we have the Mark Hamill season-long arc of replicating that, other killers. I think that's that's very that's like you wouldn't think it if you don't know much about Mark Hamill beyond Luke Skywalker. But like mm-hmm. his other most famous role is he is like the best Joker. He does the voice work for the Joker in a lot of the animated Batman stuff and video game mm-hmm. Batman stuff, and he's just like he's a next level voice actor. He does like creepy stuff. He does have like a really funny, creepy turn on like what we do in the shadows and the in the great mm. Jackie Daytona episode. Uh, so like I could picture it, and yeah. I imagine him being available for a full season arc um, to some extent. And what season is that, Jess? Eight. You do you know what year that is? Are you able to look that up? I, like I don't want to look that up. Twenty tens. I will look that up. Yeah, yeah two thousand five. So yeah, that's like. 2012, 2013. Okay, around this time, then I think he is doing or he's gearing up for some guest starring stuff on The Flash on the CW. So, like, he is doing some TV stuff. This is pre Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is, I mean, like, that's been announced though at this point. So, he should be gearing up for Star Wars. So, that actually does complicate things, perhaps. If this is 2013, can we just get a verification on the year for season eight? All right. Working it up now. Yes, this is important. Dead air. Force Awakens came out in 2015. Force Awakens is 2015. Yeah. Yes. Season eight was September twenty sixth, twenty twelve to May twenty second, twenty thirteen. I got it right. I got it right in one. Okay. So I think like he could have done this. He still could have done this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because twenty twelve, the- twenty twelve, they announced Disney has purchased Lucasfilm and that they're going to make mm-hmm. these movies, but they have not announced like J.J. Abrams yet. They haven't announced the Force Awakens. They've just the the purchase has been made. The 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 reality of there being three new Star Wars movies is a thing, but we know nothing about them yet. So he could have, he definitely could have been in this. Okay, uh, we have the effort. Alice Cooper exsanguinated person. Yeah, what mm-hmm. was the first one? Will Wheaton and a bunch of other people. Will Wheaton in Psycho with uh, Robin Lively. Oh and yeah, Rob. bludgeoning bludgeoning his uh, his hotel. Yeah. Visitors. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. That feels that felt like so detailed. 
Mm-hmm. But if it's like mix and match stuff, and then like this is just the plot, but like is this a thing? Could it be like that the plot is real, but like there's different actors being plugged mm, in? Just I don't that- think I don't think AJ is that extra. Okay, 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 okay. So then it like either happened <laughs> as he said, or it didn't happen at all. Um, he's like plugging this with three actors here, uh, right? Three names. Mm. And what was the last one? Freddy Krueger is turning oh. people into marionettes. Oh yeah, he's he wakes up from a coma and his yeah. family is dead. Is that is 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 it a trap? Did did AJ put a lost person on here so that we wouldn't pick it and we should have picked it? We should pick it. Should it be the first one? He put Maybe. Ethan Rom on there. That is very specific. Yeah, I I know nothing about his career. Yeah, he does stuff like this. Uh huh. So like, it's definitely in brand on brand. I don't know. I, I don't guess know. can we can we guess ninety? Ninety. Yeah. And what does that mean? That's what Dorothy did, and she was able oh, to get it. I see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, n- mistrustfulness. No. Yeah. Is it the answer? Is mistrustfulness? Uh, the answer is exsanguinated. This has definitely been so a stressful close. minute, more so than a minute. Yeah, um, many minutes. I uh, I will say that it's I'll go with the, I'll go with the first, the first one. one. The first one? The Zed? Psycho Will Wheaton? Sure. Yeah, I don't let's know. do it. Why not? I have no better thing we uh, the Star Wars one was a good bet, but like I think the timing isn't quite right. Let's go with number 1. All right, well, you're wrong again. <sighs> It was Robert England, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger. Okay, whatever, sure. From fine. AJ's mind. All right, okay. Listen, we got right. one. Yep, you got that's one. That's all we can really ask. That's great. That's great. I'm impressed. I'm surprised we got one. That was good. Yeah. And then been zero for three. Yeah, you're going to really like what we've got cooked up for you next week. Uh-oh. Okay, Ooh. cool. It's good stuff. Good tease. Good tease. Uh, all right, we'll be back next week with more mole patrol hopefully zed and i are going to be able to do some damage so i would love to i would love to get like a majority share on one of these weeks zed get, building up to get we're gonna two whole questions correct. Yeah, yeah. i think we're gonna do it i do i really think so i think it's likely uh i'm feeling good we, so what do we have we have like a whole walloping three points so far it's so I much better so. than i expected so You're much doing great yeah, yeah three out of 12 oh my god. 250 oh my god um all right all right, let's let's wrap this thing up. Uh, we've got uh, we've got another show coming your way next week. Get your feedback in. As we said, Mole Patrol at Rob has a website dot com. Get that in on the sooner side. If you're going to get that in for episode five, you got to do it right now. Uh, otherwise, we're not going to get it on uh, in in time for the podcast. So get your five, six, and seven feedback in on the sooner side is what we would recommend. Um, uh, Brooklyn said, "What you got going on right now?" Uh, not a whole lot because my co-host went on vacation. What was that? Uh, who? Some jerk. Uh, yeah. So you and I do Final Fantasy podcasting. Those episodes drop on Saturday. We will be back this week. Uh, I just finished playing through our chapters for this week's episode of the Final Fantasy VII Remake podcast. Um, Sundays and some Tuesdays, you can catch me over at twitch.tv slash dmphilly playing Dungeons and Dragons in space. And on Sundays, we play a game called City of Mist, which is another uh, role-playing game. Um, I believe this weekend I'm going to be on Hold Up, 
uh, with our Ooh. friend Grace Leader. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Talking about a movie that I like very much that it hopefully holds up because I haven't watched it in a long time. So we'll see. You can catch me over there at Hold Up Pod, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And I think that's what I'm up to these days. Jess, you are counting down the days until it's almost The Walking August. Dead returns for season 11, final season. God, I've got a, I've got over a month before I have to do anything of consequence, Josh. Please uh. let me live in this little fantasy <laughs> world where I have no responsibilities apart from my actual day job and my child and stuff. Yeah, teaching teaching him uh, Ryu's moves, mm-hmm. all the various Street Fighter uh, special activities that one can do when you are playing that game. I think our weekend project is going to be to unpack the PlayStation that we have in a closet somewhere. And we have not only we have a model. It's a no, I think we have a PS2. We might also have a PS3. Okay, sweet. Yeah. And we speak my language. Yeah. Yeah. We have um, not only do we have a Street Fighter cartridge, but we have a Sonic the Hedgehog cartridge. Whoa. And we have recently watched the movie and he was very impressed with it. So I think we're going to be playing a lot of Sonic. My goodness. Uh, Love Sonic almost as much as Sonic himself loves chili dogs. Uh, Is that his thing? In the the cartoon, the cartoon, it was. All right. Zed's hungry. We're going to go. We're going to wrap it here. Super, super fun episode of Mole Patrol. We are back. We'll be back next week talking episode five. Until then, everybody take care. Bye bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.